This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Dr. Vic. And before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share with you my new book that has just been released on Amazon called Decoding the Matrix. This book is all about understanding the conditioning of how life shapes our mind and shapes our subconscious that may put limits on us to achieve the life we desire, to understand and actualize our potential, and the impact that's going to make on a soul level, but more importantly, accelerate your spiritual awakening. This book is something I wish I had years and years ago, and it has been the reviews that are coming in has just been absolutely amazing. People sharing how this gives them the insight of living a more fulfilled life, how to really level up, how they can live a limitless limitless life, how they can create their own create the impossible, and so much more. You can get access to the book by just checking out the show notes, click on the link there, and you can go ahead and get the book today. And then do me a favor once it you have read it, and once you have gone through with it, please share a review on Amazon if you liked it. It helps get the book and the message out there. Now let's get back to our show. Carla, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm honored and excited to be here. I'm excited to have you on. I know there's a lot of crossover in what we do, and I know this is going to be an awesome conversation to have. Listeners, be ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we do get into all that, love to know about your journey, how you got into what you're doing today. What's, what's, the, what's been the process and the story behind it all? 
Yes. So I was actually on your website and I think there's some, some similar threads in our story, but I, gosh, over 20 years ago, I was uh, going through my life, checking the boxes of what I thought was going to make up that happy, successful life, you know, going to college and getting a job and getting married. And I, from the outside life looked really good. Um, but inside I was empty and that was a huge pivot point in my life. I found myself in the middle of a divorce and that, you know, time period in my life became a point where it was like my mission to, I knew that there was something different or more possible in this living life thing, but I wasn't sure how to get there, but it became my mission to figure it out. And so I started doing that, trying to figure out, um, I had become sort of an expert at making everything look good on the outside and pleasing everybody else. And, but my inner world was kind of in shambles. And so I flipped everything upside down and started paying attention on the inside and cleaning up my inner world and my thinking and was introduced to some amazing tools and people and resources at that time. And that began to just like sort of open up this whole other world for me, like, whoa, I don't have to live at the mercy of my circumstances and, and the approval I'm getting from other people. And I can actually have influence in the quality and experience of my life. So that was eye-opening and that began the journey. And I'll just pause there for a minute before I continue. But that was, that's kind of what started the journey. So is it like, was it the journey to like, I'm just starting to be unapology, unapologetically just yourself and, and, and going that, that route? Yeah, I was, it wasn't that bold. (laughs) 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 That sounds really good, but I was, I was a girl that struggled with self-confidence my entire youth. And so it happened very subtly over a period of time. I actually started writing. I started writing and the writing actually helped me to kind of figure out like who, who was that person on the inside behind the shell and who is she and what is her voice and what is her truth? And I had to really figure that out for myself first. And it was on the pages of a journal that I started doing that. And as I remember one day that this, uh, this girl like skipped across the pages of my journal. And I thought, I want to know her, like, who is she? Because up until then I wanted it to sound like somebody else. And I didn't like my writing and there was so much judgment. And when she skipped off the page, I thought that's, that's my real self. And I want to get to know her. And I, I just spent a lot of time trying to, you know, figure out more and learn more about that. And kind of releasing all this pressure and expectation of who I thought I was supposed to be or had to be. And so that was like a slow unfolding. It wasn't an unapologetic, like here I am. Um, but as she, as I got to know her more on the, in my writing, she started to come out in my life. And so it kind of started to happen over time. And at the same time, I got married again. This is a number of years later. I got married again and started, um, really finding the power to, you know, really have influence over the shape of my life. And after doing a bunch of writing, even after becoming a new mom and trying to figure out how to stay sane as a new mom, 
I was kind of flipping through my journal one day and realized that, wow, like not only like all the things I had figured out through writing this, you know, confidence and self-acceptance and finding my own sanity and creativity and all these things. I just knew in that moment, like I'm here to teach people how to use writing as a tool to navigate their life. And I started a company called Sanity Journals, and that eventually led me to what I do today. Um, And I still use writing as a core centerpiece to the work I do with clients. I love that. Why, Why do you think writing was so, either for yourself or just in general, why is it so powerful? Yeah, there's, there's so many reasons, but for me, I think one, it's a, it's a process of just first, just emptying your thinking, right? There's so much noise and clutter in our head that we carry around often for years and years and years. And that, that thinking starts to shade your experience, your lens of yourself, the world around you, your relationships, what you believe you're capable and not capable of doing. And so just emptying that and getting it out first helps you kind of stand back and realize like, these are my thoughts. They're not necessarily me. And are they helping me move forward or keeping me stuck? And so there's so many layers to why it's powerful, but the first one is just getting it out and getting some distance from it and letting it, instead of letting it run your life. One of the greatest pieces of advice I ever got was don't believe everything you think. And that was like, what really? (laughs) Like, cause, because we attach to it, like it's the truth. So that was liberating. I love that. And yeah, writing has always been a powerful process for me because one of the things you, you can get everything out for me, it's also been too, like you can have an inner, like I can connect with myself for some reason. I don't know why as a young age, I always wrote and it was just something to, if I wanted to express how I really felt, I do it in writing. If I wanted to express whatever it may be, I can do it in writing. And it was just like, wow, yeah, that's me. That's, 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 that's what I, how I felt. And it can help me navigate. Well, I don't know if you, you, you've had this experience or you work with clients on this, but like how the power of writing can help you, like it gets out of your mind, but it also can show you like great tools for advice and, or what you're, what you, you know, cause sometimes I'll write and be like, I'll go into automatic writing where I'm like, okay, what do I need to, you know, whatever, whatever that may be showing up at that time. And I just write and also I'll look back and later and I'll go, now who the heck was that? Cause that does <laughs> not sound like me, but wow, is that pressing at the time I needed that? Yes. 100%. Um, you know, a lot of times clients I work with, you know, really ambitious, creative, leaders. And a lot of times they show up to a call and they feel like they don't have clarity. And I'm always amazed because they always have clarity, but all that noise and clutter is often in the way and through writing or just kind of sharing and having an outside force there, you know, you can kind of clear away the clutter and the clarity's there. It's just all the stuff that's in the way of actually seeing it. And so just like you're saying that writing is a way to kind of move through the noise and get to the underneath. And the underneath is like a deeper wisdom, a deeper knowledge, a deeper clarity. And yes, hundred percent. I love that. And it's, you know, talking about, you know, breaking through and having them get more clarity and getting unstuck. Is this, is writing one of the way, what are other things besides just writing that helps someone to get unstuck with what they want to achieve in life or anything in life in general? 
Yeah, I think the writing is an instrumental piece in the work that I do with clients. Um, one, just like we're talking about to get get through the noise, but also to the writing. And I mean, this can be done in writing and in conversation, I'm sure, as you know, like having somebody else there that can kind of stand for your larger vision and, and see um, see where your blind spots are, see where you're in your own way, right? And can't we can't see it. We often can't see those blind spots. Um, but what I've found is that when people are stuck, a lot of times it may be a circumstantial situation, but after a number of years of coaching, what I discovered is like people would come into coaching and they would want to change something, you know, get a new job or change a relationship or move to a new city or like, just get out of wherever they are. Right. To like, uh, get out of that feeling of being trapped or stuck. Cause it's terrible. You feel powerless. And I started sensing that there was something much deeper. And I started to ask people like, how urgent is it that you make this change? And can we suspend this just for like a few weeks? And what I discovered is that often what people were wanting to escape wasn't the circumstance, but it was this, uh, I call it like your survival model, but it's a way of thinking and believing and seeing yourself and operating, you know, patterns of behavior that are old and outdated. And so the work I do with people is to like reveal that so they can step outside of that to create lasting change. And sometimes that involves leaving a situation, but more often than not, and you probably know this, it's like, they just start to change the inside and all of a sudden the people in their life and the circumstances look entirely different. It's amazing how simple it is, right? You know, a lot of times people go, Oh my goodness, how did you figure that out? Or how did you know? And it's like, well, you know, if we can get people to stop looking outward and start just turning to look inward and realize this process dictates that process, yeah. it's a entire big game changer. A game changer, hundred percent. No, I love that. It's me so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is and again work that we do is very similar in some ways, and it's it's looking at you know that process. To uh, I had a client I was talking to, a potential client today, and he's like, "How do you work on the mindset?" He's like, "I don't understand that concept." But I was like, "Well, we don't have a lot of time to you know break down the whole process. That's why I have a system involved." But I was like, "You know, it's simple things like just like you were sharing, you know, being stuck to unstuck. If I can, if I can just." you know, look at where you are, the patterns and the, the, the habitual patterns you have, that is a wealth of knowledge to transform your world. Just one thing. And of course, at the end of the call, he brings something up and I'm listening to him and I'm going, all right, this is a prime example. He's like, what do you mean? You know what you're going through here in a relationship situation? I said, now I want you to take a five minute, just take a quick minute and just think where else does that show up in the same pattern, mm -hmm. what you're doing there? Cause it's going to show up somewhere else. And as soon as he did that, he goes, holy cow. I said, let me know when you want to start. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so true. It's like how we operate here is often how we operate in other places. And that what's great about that is you do the work in this one area and it ripples right to those other areas. Powerful. It's amazing stuff. So how important that is, it is, you know, when we're looking at these things in life, you have to have, and I love how you brought this up earlier before we got on about mental fitness. And I think this is uh, a critical topic to definitely dive into. Um, but before we do, what is, or if you can define what is mental fitness for the listeners? Yeah. So it's really, I, so I'm, um, recently there's a book called positive intelligence and by Shirzad Shamin. Are you familiar with it? Heard it. It's on my list to read. Yeah. Yeah. 
he defines it as your ability to sort of navigate a circumstance or a moment from a positive mindset instead of a negative mindset. So it's like that ability in the moment to, you know, really self-command or choose in the moment to which path you're going to go versus, you know, allowing just life circumstances to dictate that for you or to fall into, you know, those autopilot habitual ways of responding to life. So it's like the muscle, right? The muscle to do that. I love it. So it's like, is it, is it like a, a flexibility in a way to, you know, like, um, cause a lot of times I love how you brought the habitual patterns, like the subconscious mind where we're running 95% of the time, roughly it runs on a, we're an autopilot and being able to, in essence, like things that show up in your life, when you look at the positive, positive side of things, is it more of like looking at it from like taking and extrapolating that and then making you know, what you want to take from that, make it like the reality of what it's going to be for you, rather than being like a victim of saying, well, this is, you know, I, my, my business is not starting out correctly because of COVID. And this is why this is happening in XYZ, rather than taking that and shifting it and kind of going that route. That's kind of what we were, um, yeah. that comes in that perspective. Yes. I mean, I, I see it as it's almost like that moment of choice, right? That moment to just pause. And instead of feeling like you're at the mercy of what's happening, you get to like sit back and go, you know, I may not be able to control this thing that's happening, but what I can control is the way I see it, the way I perceive it, the way I think about it, the way I respond to it, the way I want to show up to it, right? That's where you have so much power and there's so much power to create in every moment of your life. And so to me, that's, that's what it is. Love that. And you can tell just in your tone from the first part to the second part, the difference, because the second part was very empowering. It's like, wait a minute, I can choose this. I can, let's see how I want to react to this. I want to be able to do this instead of just being again, going back to like autopilot, just here I go. This is just what, you know, going that route, I get to choose, which I think is just, a, that's right. And, and I think that's a, like a powerful thing for people to understand that they do get the opportunity to choose. They do have the opportunity to choose. And I also want to just clarify my own belief around like this positive negative mindset, because I think a lot of times people fall into thinking that it's all about positive thinking. And I, I don't actually believe that. I, I, it's really is about the choice. It's not about always thinking positive because life isn't going to always feel that way. Like that would feel false and inauthentic. Um, but it really is about having choice and, and choosing and feeling centered and grounded and aligned in your choice, right? That you may not be happy about it or feel happiness about it, but you can feel aligned about it and sort of grounded in that choice that you make. And that, that has a huge ripple impact. I hope you've been enjoying this amazing episode. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. There's a new podcast that I've come across that is something that I would recommend checking out. This podcast is called Obsessed with Humans on the Verge of Change. The women of Obsessed are taking personal development and all wrapping it up into a weekly podcast. I know you're all fascinated about improving the way you do life and the ability to change the way you direct your lives. This is why I'm a huge fan of Jules, Micah, and Tia. What happened to be an attorney, holistic nutritionist, and life coach. 
They deliver the experts to you like Oprah experts, Michael Lozier, the author of The Law of Attraction, and Dr. Laura Berman, Oprah's right-hand expert on love and relationships. And even yours truly will be coming up as an upcoming guest. Guys, you need to listen to my new besties, The Women of Obsessed. Link is in the show notes or find them wherever you listen to this podcast. All right. Information, you can find out more about this in the show notes. Make sure to check that out. But now, let's go ahead and let's get back to the show. I love that. Yeah. So Tony Robbins said this one time and I, it really broke it down because I was all about uh, years ago, probably about 10, 15 years ago, it was all about like positive thinking, right? And everything just think positive. And I was trying that for a while and I was like, this feels so not right. And then one day I heard Tony Robbins say, listen, I, I want you to think you can choose, you know, the direction and the, the reaction and all that. But what I'm saying is when you look at the grass, I'm not saying that to ignore the weeds, He's like, be aware of the weeds as you look at the grass. It's like you, you not just you're not you don't want to ignore those things. You want to know that uh, that they're there and they exist, and there's things we can learn about that from the, the process. And I was like, that's gold right there. Yes. Um, and I love I when love you're that. you're bringing that up. Now, how can someone then build their mental fit, uh, fitness? Yeah. So there's a number of ways One, you know, I think it's, it's having some sort of daily, I think it really is involves like a daily practice of some sort, you know, for me, it was writing was a huge component to me, just learning and understanding and being more aware of what my mind was doing and the havoc it was wreaking in my life. Um, so I think, you know, some sort of tool of awareness, you know, whatever that may be for you. And I I'd love to hear actually what that is for you. Um, but then some sort of practice like daily practice, you know, whether you're going to, I think it's important initially to whether it's working with a coach or using some sort of app or some sort of structure, I think that's really important to build the habit um, of just kind of pausing and looking and, and being more aware of your thinking and, and making choices in your day and, and having, having someone there to help you understand and clear some of the clutter in your thinking first, I think is really, really vital. And I'm curious to hear what you say about that. No, I think it's, it's very important because the, how the mind is, if the mind's cluttered, everything else will be. Um, you know, if you're, if you're feeling overwhelmed, I always tell you, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you've already been overwhelmed before the, the feeling comes in. Um, my practice is real simple. I like to set the tone for the day. So meditation is a huge component of my life. I do have a lot of tools I use. Uh, meditation is the main one. Uh, but there's like breath work. I do, you know, things like that to just set the tone for my day. So when I get up in the morning, it's always, uh, very, I, I go make my little mushroom tea every morning. And then uh, I usually do my meditation and my infrared sauna. I'm pointing over here because it's literally right there. <laughs> uh, but long story short, I go into a space and I'll spend about 30 minutes, sometimes 40. And it's just connecting with me, the real essence of me. And just being in that space. Sometimes there's, um, sometimes I need clarity on things. And so I'll, I'll ask and hopefully, you know, I get a response in the meditation or sometimes later. But it's mostly that just to set the space. I call it sacred space because it's really sacred for me to be just with me. No distractions. There's no one there. Besides my dog, sometimes if he gets up in the morning, he loves being in there. And I don't mind bringing him with me. Um, but it's those things of just being able to set the tone and see how I want my day to be. So when I come centered for my day, when I step out of that, all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to take on the day. And here we go. And then I just start my journey. 
Yeah. I love that. A morning routine is a huge part of my life and was a game changer in my (laughs) life. Um, but I, I think too, with mental fitness and I I'm sure you agree with this and say, if you don't, but, um, for me, mental fitness, like it, it sort of requires some cleanup work before you can build a really healthy mental fitness habit. Like for, for me in my life, I had to clear away all the old outdated thinking and beliefs about myself and like all of that to, to then sort of start with this foundation of like mental fitness, because all of that old, uh, garbage and untruth that I was carrying around for years, like would just constantly be interrupting any actions I was trying to take to make that better. And so it's really important that you kind of do that, that pre-work. And then it's about how, and this is what I do with my clients too, like take them through a kind of that pre-work process. And then it's about building those daily mental habits and really learning to start to um, be an innovator in your life and really have influence and power over how you're going to show up to things and, and all of that. I also do have through positive intelligence, I license their program, which is an app that I can now take my clients through to, um, that is they've taken neuroscience, positive psychology and sports science, and kind of brought it all together to do three simple things, which is quiet your saboteurs, uh, elevate your sage, which is all everything we've been talking about and build that ability in the moment to choose. And so they've done a beautiful job building this program. And so that's kind of a new offering that I, um, am offering to my clients and it's really filled a spot of helping people build muscle in that everyday life, right? Like in between the coaching sessions or when they've completed coaching so that they can carry that on in their life. I love that. And I agree. You got to, you got to work on the old, the old pattern stuff also um, because it's hidden. It's, there's things that it's, 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 you know, I always tell people like um, I've talked a lot about ego and I'm a big component of how ego is actually your best friend. You just got to understand how it really works. But I always tell them, though, ego evolves with you. So it's like you may break through one thing, but ego smart. It's it, it's there to exist, too. So it's it's trying to survive with you. And so it's going to evolve and there'll be new tricks and ways of what it does things. But knowing that when you're breaking down these barriers or breaking down these old patterns, it gives you that 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 ounce of freedom to now see it. And then as you as much as ego is evolving, your awareness is getting bigger, too. So you're actually going to pick up on it faster to know how that all works. Yes. I love yes. that. Huge stuff here. Um, and I, I love the whole psychology and sports, uh, positive psychology with the sports stuff. That, that's, uh, that's a huge stuff to help individuals process to change and get into, you know, get rid of the old stuff, start these new habits, and then all of a sudden see it in their life how easier, I always like to say easier, because some people say, you make it seem like it's easy. I'm like, no, nothing's easy in life, but it's easier <laughs> uh, when you go that route with things. Yes. And it's easier, like as you start to build the habits, right, they grow and you get stronger and you, you know, it's like training for a hike, right? Like that, that big hike is really hard to do when you first start, but you start practicing and going out more frequently. And then you're able to hike trails that once were really hard. It's the same thing with your mental fitness. And so as you elevate your mental fitness, the challenges that you used to feel hard start to feel a little bit easier. You're able to move with more agility and resilience and all of that. 
Totally. I'm with you hundred percent there. And so then how do we leverage the mind to be better innovators and so forth? How do we able to, when we leverage our mind to innovate more, how's that, how does that work? How's that possible? Yeah. One of the, I mean, the process I take clients through so often and, and myself too, is, you know, a lot of times people come with, you know, like a, a challenge, um, they're dealing with whether it's work or a relationship or, um, you know, what, what step to take next. And for, uh, for, for the work I do, we'll kind of like unpack that first, like what's happening. What, what are all the things what's happened? Um, what are you struggling with? What's the story you're telling yourself about this? Right. Um, cause usually there's like what's happening and then there's all the stuff we add around that, which is the story about it and what it means. Right. Which makes it like, which adds all this extra drama and struggle and suffering. So we kind of unpack that and lay it all out. And then we, I'll ask them like, what's, what's the ideal outcome. And once they're clear on that, we'll challenge, like, what's the, what's the untruth in what you've been telling yourself about this. And cause that's you like, that's where the juice is because usually what they, what you're telling yourself about it and what you're making it mean is creating so much of the difficulty around it. So when we can start to pull out, like, what's the untruth here? What, what other evidence do you have that might tell a different story? And then what actions would really start to align with what you actually want? What I find so much of the time is that as humans, our problems are really a focus problem. You know, like you were saying the weeds in the grass, right? We're just, it's like gravity, like to focus on the weeds, right? And what's wrong and what's not working and what the problem is, or what we focused on what we don't want. And that creates all sort of emotion and feelings that causes us to not show up as our best self. And so when I can help them shift the focus to what is it that you do want? What would an ideal outcome look like here? Then it's like, they're so clear about that. And it's like, okay, well, what, what within your control can you think and do that would align with that outcome? And that's, I mean, that's where you tap into the power of the mind and, and, you know, that's when they start to light up and be like, well, it would be this. And I would do this and I could do this. And it's like, yes. And even just, you know, setting an intention about how you want to show up to something. I'm, I know, you know, has such power in shifting the outcome and results like, yes. No, 100, 100%. And I love how you bring up focus. That's like the whole essence of my work, because it's like, wherever focus goes, energy goes, and wherever energy goes, manifestation grows, right? So, and it's really like, it's so simple to do. Like I work with um, chiropractors and entrepreneurs, and it's funny sometimes where, especially with chiropractors, when I coach, start coaching with them, it's always interesting how they, they'll, they'll tell me all these things or what's not what they want to get to and all these other things. And I start looking at everything and I go, I'll, I'll reposition their focus. And all of a sudden profits start to grow, things start to shift and I get them on that process. And they're like, how the heck was this happening? It's because you were distracted. But what do you mean? I said, distractions are what hold you back from having what you want because it's just focus at the end of the day. I mean, if we really get down to like the bare bones of everything, I mean, again, it comes just where energy is and our energy goes wherever we're focusing. 
And that's what gives life to things. So if we're focusing on the negative or we always see weeds, if that's only thing we see is weeds, then all you're going to train your mind and your neurology and everything that's going to follow suit is looking for weeds. And that's all it's ever going to see. And then ego has to support that because ego is here to protect. And so if you're worried about weeds and you have all these emotions tied to it, we ego says, oh, okay, weeds are bad. Hey, look, there's a weed there. Hey, look, there's a weed here. <laughs> and all of a sudden it's all making your awareness for this. And then I, I, I tell them, I, I take you from there and I change your glasses and we put new glasses on. And now it has different colors. Now you, you, you don't focus on the weeds. I'm not saying they're not there, but all you're going to focus on is how much grass you have. And we're just going to start working on the grass. And now we're going to see how much more grass can we develop, how much more grass can grow. And if we keep putting good energy there and keep our focus there, then everything will start to slowly cultivate to that process. It's so beautiful and it's so simple, but it's so, it's not easy simple, <laughs> but so powerful. And I know like you, I have story after story of the impact of that. I remember being in church like years and years ago and the pastor, all I remember the pastor said, if you're looking for weeds, you're going to find weeds. And if you're looking for flowers, you're going to find flowers. And it's so, it's so true. It so is. And, and it's amazing how though, like, cause a lot of times, um, sometimes when things are that simple, People, we've been trained so much to think things are complicated. Like, there's so much that goes on. And in my journey, I've I've always looked at, especially being a chiropractor. Like, I remember when I first was going back to one with all the issues I had, and I literally said, "You're going to do this thing to my spine. It's going to take care of all these things I have going on." And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "That seems way too simple." And I love what he said. He's like, "You live in a very, uh, you you live in a world. A world that life is very simple. The problem is we've complicated it." He goes, "Health is very simple." And through my training through mm -hmm. chiropractic and everything I've done there, I've also learned there's simple things in life that we just overcomplicated it. Well, there's such a beautiful uh, compliment between your chiropractic work to like, just when you said, you know, I help people reposition their thinking. I'm like, well, yeah, you help reposition their bodies too. And you bring your bodies into alignment. All of a sudden your body starts to work better. And it's the same thing with your mind, right? When you align your thinking with your, what you believe and your values and your goals and ideal outcomes, life starts to flow with a lot greater joy and ease and peace of mind. Yeah. It's, it's everything like, you know, it's funny because I, I, I love using the word alignment. It didn't happen until later to understand why, um, because in chiropractic, that's what we focus on, but, but, but with purpose in life and alignment with your mind and also your, your, what you want to create for your life and your vision and all this stuff. And when I studied spiritual stuff and learning manifestation and all these other things, universal laws and all that great stuff, it was always fascinating to me that I, the, the alignment kept coming back to me. And I was like, why is alignment coming back? Like, why is that the word I'm choosing? So writing and meditating came through and all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, I was like, I'm a chiropractor. This is what I do here. But there's a purpose to alignment because when you're in alignment, there's less e there's less stress or less ease on the nervous system in the body. And so things can flow better. Then I was like, wow, flow. Okay. That's what we use the word in chiropractic. Let me see here. Oh, wow. If the mind's in alignment with the vision and everything's in alignment there, everything flows better and you can manifest faster and, and, and easier. And I was like, huh, interesting how these universal, this is universal principles here I'm learning. And it's just fascinating how through nature, you can find this out in nature too. There's so many things in nature, same thing, a river running down. If there's a blockage or a dam, it disrupts the flow, which you can't get to the experience of what you want. We remove that blockage, get unstuck in some way. And most of the time it's here. 
then you know this through your own experiences and, and work that all of a sudden, once we do that, it's like, wow, yeah, look how simple that is. Now let the water flow. It's going to happen now. Now we're good. Yeah. Instead of, uh, I had a friend who used to say to me, she would say, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream <laughs> instead of upstream or right. All the crazy things we do. <laughs> and I think, and it's one of those things I think we're just, you know, I, I wasn't taught this. I, I don't think many no. people are. And it's one of the things where um, it's just the conditioning of humanity for whatever reason, we, we just think we always have to go upstream. And, and I love, I love seeing it too. Cause I, I'm, I'm like this myself uh, or used to be, I'm a lot better now where when you do get stressed or you're hitting roadblocks, you go through this dark time, you, your mind goes into hyperactive mode. And it's like, okay, what do I have to do? What do I got to do now? And that's the upstreaming part. Right. I love how you said that where it's like, just slow down for a second. Let's, let's evaluate this here for a minute. Let's just take some time into this process. I was just writing about that before we got on about just this idea of being stuck. Like, like, like we're not like we're stuck is just a frame of mind. We're not actually stuck. Like you're able to move around and right. It's literally like a frame of mind that we self-create and what if, but, but it's real, right? We all experience it where you just have that feeling, but I was writing about what if that really is just like an indicator to pause, right? Like there's something important happening. Um, either the timing's not right or, or you don't have all the information you need, or maybe there's like some inner work you need to do instead of moving quickly to that next action or changing course, or there's so much there, right? Like what if stuck is just really like that pause you're talking about? Yeah, it's it, 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 it's interesting because like, you know, I always tell people too, like the universe is always, you know, God, Allah, whatever you want to call it, is always working with you and for you. And so sometimes when you do get that, that quote unquote stuck feeling, like you're saying, sometimes it's just, it's there because again, you may need more experiences. You may need some other stuff, or maybe it's not the route you need to go right now. It'll be ready soon, but right now you just have to let, let's create, let this situation create, let make you be aware of something internally that you have okay. that's not fully cleaned up yet or not fully healed or whatever that may be um, to allow you to move to the next level to experience all that. Cause if your vibration's not, where it needs to be, you won't experience this. It's, just it's spiritual truths and where, um, you know, you only can experience um, in your life, wherever you're vibing at or wherever your frequency's at. So I love how you brought that up. That's just something that's so good. firing in my head. I can continue going on and on here. I love it. Um, I'm trying to think we got, I had a question for you and it's going, I'm going blank right now, but I love the, the so the mental, is there, what would you say? I got a question for you. So what is it that Let's say you're you're going to leave a message with humanity. I love asking this question once in a while, and I just feel like I need to ask this question to you. What's one message you would leave to humanity? Um, let's say you're going on a spaceship and you're never coming back. You're taking your family, all your loved things. You're, you're, you're on your way, but you're going to leave a message to humanity. What would that be based on everything we discussed today and all your work that you do? What's the most one powerful thing that you can share? Gosh, no pressure. <laughs> Um, I guess in this moment, right. I'm going to go with in this moment. Um, what I would share is that you or we are so much closer to the things you deeply desire and want. And often it really, really is just a way of thinking and seeing the world. It's that pair of glasses, that lens that needs to shift. And do yourself a gift by 
examining that lens, cleaning up that lens, removing that lens and putting on different ones to really move closer to the things that you want, because life, life is short. We don't know how long we have. And there's the treasure is so much closer around you than you realize the love, the acceptance, the joy, the creativity, whatever it is, it's so much closer and do the work to, um, experience it sooner than later. I love that. And guys, that wasn't planned. So that was a, that was a great response. I love that. <laughs> question. So powerful there. Carla, how can people find you, connect with you and see what you're up to and all the great work you're doing? Yes. So my website is carlareeves.com. So you can definitely go there. I do have a podcast called differently. And, um, so you can find that on any major podcast player and I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn at Carla S Reeves. Awesome. Carla, this was fun. I know I could talk to you all day on all these kind of things, um, but I greatly appreciate you taking the time to come out, hang out with us at the Mindful Experiment commu- Tribe community um, and share some of your wonderful wisdom of what you do, how you help with your clients, the power of writing and everything we discussed today. Just greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. So much fun. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.